Welcome to episode one of the Self-Love Lifestyle Podcast. I am so excited to be recording this for you here. I'm going to be talking about intuitive eating today, and it is such a passion of mine because it completely transformed my life, and it transformed the lives of many of my clients as well. And it was founded, created uh, by two women who wrote the book in the 90s, one of which I studied directly with. Her name is Evelyn Triboli, and I definitely recommend you check out the book. But today I'm going to be sharing the 10 principles of intuitive eating with you, why you need it, why it's important, and then how I integrate it into my life and practices with my clients. So whether you've dieted or not, Whether or not you're actively trying to lose weight, this is just going to be so critical for you because if you learn how to listen to your body and respond with care, your life is just going to be so much more magical, so much more amazing because you're going to be connected to your body in a whole new way. So if you're interested in feeling more connected to your body so that you can be happier and healthier, then definitely continue listening. So I want to ask you right now, do you listen to your body? Do you sleep when you're tired? Do you drink when you're thirsty? Do you eat when you're hungry? When you're hungry? Do you stop eating when you're full? That's a really big one. Do you eat foods that you know will make you feel icky? These are just all of a little fraction of the ways that we listen to our bodies. And if you're listening to your body, That's one thing, but responding appropriately, responding with care is a whole other thing. And I also want to mention that if you're not listening to your body and you're not responding with care, then it's usually not your fault. Usually it's the conditioning that has been brought upon you by societal expectations, by people who are telling you that they are the experts of your body, but you are the expert of your own body. You know what's best for your body. So if you've been on a diet, (laughs) which I have been on all of the diets, not recently, obviously, but in the past, I went on so many different diets. I did the master cleanse because Beyonce did it. I did juice cleanses. I was vegan, which is also a lifestyle choice, but I used it definitely because I wanted to look a certain way. I mean, I also love animals and it was that it was both, you know, we're complex people. And then I've also done like liquid diets and gluten-free, not because I was gluten intolerant, but because I wanted to just cut out gluten from my life because I didn't want to be tempted to eat it. And these are fine lines because a lot of these kinds of quote diets can be beneficial for people who have sensitivities. But it has to be with the right intention. It has to be because you want to take care of your body, not because you want to look a certain way. And so intention is everything. And traditional diets, which you start to look a certain way to lose weight usually, uh, aren't effective. Would you take a medicine that had an only a 5% success rate that was 95% ineffective? No, you wouldn't. Diets have that same statistic. So 95% of diets, if not more, fail. So why would we do this to our bodies? It's the social conditioning and diet industry, and we've become caught in this loop of weight cycling and endless dieting. Can you relate? I mean, it's so frustrating only to try a diet and then gain more weight in the end slash like relapse and go deep into cravings. 
if you haven't, <laughs> then that's awesome. And I'm really happy for you. But since it's been scientifically proven now that diets will cause you to gain more weight in the long run, we have to change the way we're looking at this. We have to not focus on what we're eating, though that's important. I did go to nutrition school, so I believe in nutrition, but it's really more about why you're eating and how you're eating. And, and, and intuitive eating is really a, a lot about this. So studies have shown that people who lose weight will regain the weight they lost after going on a diet. There was an amazing study done with twins in 2012 with 4,000 twins. And the question was, does dieting independent of genetics cause weight gain? And the answer was yes. The twin that went on diets ended up weighing more in the long run. And then the other study I want to point out was really about does dieting cause chronic weight problems? Does dieting itself cause cardiometabolic diseases? And the answer to that was yes. So the act of dieting and weight cycling, so when you go up and down with your weight, is more detrimental to your health than being a little, quote, overweight to begin with. And so I'm actually going to post the links to both of these studies um, in this podcast episode so that you can read them yourself. They're based in fact. Okay, so now we know <laughs> why we don't diet, why it doesn't work. And I hope that you feel a sense of relief. I hope you feel like, okay, I never have to diet again because you don't, but don't feel lost. Don't feel like you're not going to be able to have a healthy relationship to food. If dieting is all that you've known, I want you to know that there is hope and that it will be okay because we have intuitive eating. Now, maybe you're saying I'm an emotional eater. I can never stop eating like ice cream. I just go crazy every night eating ice cream. That's something I hear all the time is people who feel out of control around food. But the deal is we're all emotional eaters. We're animals. And if you have pets, then you've seen how excited they get around dinner time. And we're the same way. And it's how our species has survived. Our emotional relationship to food is how our species has survived this long. If we didn't enjoy food, we wouldn't seek it out and we would not survive. So thank goodness <laughs> that we ha have an emotional relationship to food. We can use this to our advantage. You see this when it's so joyful to have like a family meal. That's an emotional relationship around food. It's a called what I call experiential eating. Um, but when it's not a positive emotion, then that's when things can start to get a little messy. And so intuitive eating is going to help you navigate that so that you are dealing with unpleasant emotions around food in a really healthy way. It's so, as I said before, it's so much more about why and how you're eating, not so much about what you're eating. When you heal your relationship to food, what you eat will change. You're going to start craving the foods your body thrives on. You're going to start craving the foods that allow you to feel energized and nourished instead of letting outside perspectives, perspectives tell you what is healthy for your body. You'll eat according to what allows you to feel healthiest because you, as I said before, are the expert of your body. So how do we get out of these diet cycles? How do we get out of everybody telling us what is good and bad to eat and instead listen to our bodies? Well, let's go with the 10 principles of intuitive eating. Principle number one is to reject the diet mentality. And I already gave you two studies 
And those are, that's just the tip of the iceberg of reasons why you don't need to diet. Throw out the diet books and magazine articles that offer you false hope of losing weight. You do not need it. You don't need to attach your self-worth to a number on a scale. You don't need to attach your self-worth to a dress size. Your self-worth should come from within you. So you don't have to diet anymore. Just say no to that dieting voice. Trust that it's part of the process. This is just the first step. If you feel afraid, it's okay. You're going to be fine. The second principle is honoring your hunger. So learning to tap into your hunger signals. At the beginning of a meal, a really easy way to do this is to just rate your hunger on a level of one to 10. How hungry am I? Middle of the meal, how hungry slash full am I? End of the meal, how full am I? Rate on a scale of one to 10 without judgment. And that's just going to get you to start to tune in to how much food you actually need. And I'm not talking about portion sizes. I'm not talking about measuring your food. I'm not talking about eating only half of your plate. You know, this is not the traditional dieting BS that's being thrown at you. This is just you listening to your body. And when you listen to your body, I promise you, it's going to start to feel so much more amazing. Your relationship to food will change. So your principle number two was honoring your hunger. Number three, make peace with food. Stop fighting food. Let's end labeling foods as good or bad. You might have pleasant or unpleasant reactions to food, but food isn't inherently bad. So instead of restricting yourself, allow yourself to enjoy food. And one of the ways that I love to frame this is food is either nourishing my body or it's nourishing my soul. So you can have body-nourishing foods. That's what's going to make you feel healthy and energized. And soul-nourishing foods. That's the family dinner. That's, you know, the for me, it's dark chocolate in the evening. Um, But it's different for everyone. And if it's not going to nourish my body and it's not going to nourish my soul, then I'm not going to eat it. Because why? Why would I want something that's not nourishing my body or nourishing my soul? Now, I understand that this can be a challenging concept to grasp at first, but just continue to frame foods in that way instead of good and bad. Start practicing this and it will become easier. So that was part of making peace with food, which was principle number three. Principle number four is challenge the food police. And it's very similar to the last one. So you can continue to reframe food in a different way. And another thing that I really love to do to cope with guilt, because that has a lot to do with challenging the food police. The food police comes in and is like, don't eat that, you know, or makes you feel guilty for eating something. Um, Tap into a nurturing voice. Tap into a voice in your mind when you're feeling guilt or shame around food. Speak to yourself as if you're your best friend. Speak to yourself as if you were speaking to a child. Tap into that nurturing voice and have a conversation with yourself. Ask yourself the right questions. So is this going to nourish my body? Is this going to nourish my soul? How am I going to feel after this? How can I act in alignment with my future self in this moment? And really nurture yourself through that transition. Challenge the food police. You don't need it. Principle number five is to respect your fullness. So let your body signals tell you that you're no longer hungry. And what's really, really helpful for learning how to do this is to create rituals around meals. So instead of watching TV when you're eating, which I love watching The Bachelor when I'm eating, I love it. And I I totally get why you want to do that. But 
making a meal your a ritual is just going to allow you to connect to your body in a whole way. And I'm not saying you don't, you can't ever watch TV while you're eating. But if you do, I want you to like set a timer so that you remember to check in with your hunger signals so that you don't overeat past your body's comfortable limitation. Pause in the middle of a meal and ask yourself how the food tastes. Ask yourself what your fullness level is. Respect your fullness. Principle number six is to discover the satisfaction factor. So as I mentioned before, we're emotional eaters, all of us. And that's a good thing. How blessed are we that we get to enjoy food to the degree that we can. So enjoy your food. Like really savor every single bite. Close your eyes. My friends... (laughs) Makes so much fun of me because I like will take a bite of something really delicious and I will just close my eyes and sit with it for like 10 seconds. And I've been doing this long before I even knew about intuitive eating. Even when I was in the throes of disordered eating and diet cycles, I still did this because I love food so much. I'm a foodie. And so if you are not enjoying your food, then you're not really going to assimilate the nutrients as effectively. There's a physiological response that happens as well. So remember to enjoy your food, feel satisfied with what you're eating, and you're going to find that you're able to listen to your body more effectively as well. And principle number seven, we're powering through here. Principle number seven is honoring your feelings without using food. So often I have clients come to me because they use food to cope with emotions. And as I said, we're, it's great. We're emotional eaters, but we do want to use positive emotions around food rather than negative. And so I have a really easy three-step process for navigating, um, the uncomfortable feelings around using food to cope with emotions. And it's again about having a conversation with yourself. So step number one, ask yourself, am I really hungry for this food? Is it going to nourish my body or my soul? But what am I really trying to soothe here? What am I trying to soothe? And I want you to name it. Maybe you're bored, maybe you're sad, whatever it is, name your emotion. Step number two, Come up with three other things you can do to soothe that emotion. So if you're bored, just like start doing an activity. Read a book, call a friend, go outside, whatever it is you need to do. And come up with three things you can do. And when you do those three things, I guarantee you, your mind will be in a different place. Your cravings will feel very different. And if you still have the cravings, just repeat the process again. It takes practice. Nobody's perfect. Nobody becomes an intuitive eater overnight. So just practice and I promise it will get better. Principle number eight is respect your body. So there was a really wonderful video that came out um, and I, I'll link it again in the podcast. Um, and it was talking about how there's all of these different types of dogs. And a pit bull is not trying to change its body to look like a golden retriever, you know? (laughs) Um, And how these dogs, you know, they're all the same species, but they just are different types of dogs. And humans are the same. We are the same species, but we come in all shapes and sizes and colors. And it's so amazing that we do. I mean, it's the diversity on our planet is just so incredible. And so honor your genetic blueprint, honor that, you know, if you're a size seven shoe size, you're never going to be a size 10 shoe size. If you're a size seven shoe size, you're never going to be a size four shoe size. You have a natural set point that your body is happiest at weight wise. 
And there is a range of 20 pounds in that set point. So you do have space and you might not even be at your set point. If you've been in diet cycles, your body might think that it's in famine mode and, and has been protecting your body, holding on to excess weight. That's absolutely possible. So you might not be at your set point yet, but I want you to, when you find your set point, honor it. And when you start to love your body exactly as you are now, whether or not you're at your set point, I want you to just start loving your body unconditionally. And all of this is going to become so much easier if you do that. And, you know, self-love is my whole thing. So we're going to be talking a lot more about self-love in future episodes as well. But just start to love yourself as much as you can. The easiest way to do that is through gratitude. Start being grateful for your body. Find something, anything to be grateful for. Principle number eight is exercise. Feel the difference. Now, I would rather even say movement. Feel the difference. I'm a fitness instructor. I'm a yoga instructor. I know the benefits of exercise. But what is most beneficial is not even all of the ways that it improves your health your cardiovascular system, all of the ways that it allows you to mature gracefully, all of the ways that it allows you to remain agile and active as you get older. The most beneficial thing is how it connects you to your body. That's what is most beneficial about movement. So you don't have to go to the gym if you don't want to. Find whatever kind of movement in your body feels great. One of the things that I really recommend is every single morning, roll out a mat, go on a carpet, whatever, and just move. It doesn't even matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter if you sweat, just move, just connect to your body. And chances are, the more you do this, the more you're going to crave movement, the more active you're going to become. So start somewhere, roll out your mat every single morning, set a timer for 10 minutes and move. Okay, we're at principle number 10. Oh my goodness. (laughs) This one is honor your health. So this is about nutrition. In intuitive eating, we talk about gentle nutrition. Make food choices that honor your health and taste buds (laughs) while making you feel well. So you don't have to eat a perfect diet. I follow the 80-20 rule of 80% of the time I choose body nourishing foods, 20% of the time I choose soul nourishing foods, and I don't even hammer that out to a science. It's just the mindset that I hold. I don't keep track of my food to make sure how much they strive for body nourishing food or soul nourishing foods. It's um, really just making sure that I know that it is okay for me to eat both. And then also knowing that the foods that your body thrives on are going to be what's most beneficial are going to be what will allow you to feel your best. And when you feel your best, you look your best. So if looking a certain way is your goal, start nourishing your body with the foods that allow you to feel energized. It's really as simple as that. And I know these principles are easier said than done, but just start to incorporate small things into your day. So like I said, think about the body nourishing foods versus soul nourishing foods. Think about just moving your body in a way that feels good, making a ritual around meals, being really mindful around meals. And that's just going to start to open up your interceptive awareness, which is the fancy term for listening to your body. So I hope this is helpful. If you have any questions, I encourage you to reach out to me. You can send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at the self-love lifestyle. And if you want to go deeper in your self-love practices, then schedule a free consultation with me. I would love to talk to you and definitely hop on my calendar while I still have room on there. 
and I will see you on Instagram. (laughs) All right. That's it. Episode one of the self-love lifestyle. I'll be seeing you hopefully every week and I'm sure we'll chat soon. Take care. Welcome to the Self-Love Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Melanie Monaco, and I hold certifications in intuitive eating, integrative nutrition, feminine energy healing, yoga, and more. My mission is simple, to help women transform their bodies and lives with self-love. I've worked with women all over the world and learned a lot along the way, and I am so excited to share it all with you here. This is a wellness-centric, motivational, and transformational podcast that will give you the tools you need to cultivate more self-love through nutrition, movement, mindset, personal development, spirituality, and beyond. I'm so grateful to have you here. Now let's do this. Are you feeling stuck in a body you don't love? or unable to find lasting motivation to maintain a healthy lifestyle, or maybe you feel like you're constantly fighting against your body in order to transform how you look or feel. I know exactly how that goes, but to be honest, 95% of diets fail, and it's really not your fault. The problem is not the food that you're eating or the amount that you're exercising, but it's how you're relating to your body and food. And I'm here to share with you that there's a way for you to have the food that you love and a body you love without the dieting, over-exercising, or calorie counting, because that doesn't even work anyway. I've created a roadmap utilizing everything I've learned in my certifications from intuitive eating, integrative nutrition, energy healing, yoga, fitness, and more. And it's an intuitive wellness roadmap that's going to give you a personalized step-by-step approach to cultivating a body you love unconditionally and the freedom to eat without guilt. In a 30-minute video call with me, we're going to look at your goals not only for your body but also your life. Because the truth is you could eat only kale and exercise (laughs) every single day. But if you're not nourished in all areas of your life, you're not going to be happy or healthy, right? So then we're going to uncover what's been holding you back from living the life of your dreams. We're going to look at the belief systems that are in place, the stories that you're telling yourself, and maybe even lingering ideas of who you think you should be that are detaching your self-worth. And I want to then give you a personalized step-by-step roadmap to becoming the happiest, healthiest, and most confident version of yourself so that you can live purposefully and in alignment with the best version of you. Through utilizing the proven strategies and tools from all my certifications, you're going to have a guide to reaching your goals, whatever they may be. If you want to tap into the power of intuitive wellness, discover how to effortlessly nourish your body and your soul, and cultivate a body you love unconditionally, then head to my website, melaniemonaco.com. That's M-E-L-A-N-I-E-M-O-N-A-C-O.com to book your free call now. I would love to chat with you soon, so make sure to hop on my calendar while there are still spots available.
If you felt inspired or moved by what you heard today, then be sure to leave a rating and review. I would love to hear what you're vibing with so I can create more incredible content to help you transform your life with self-love. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at The Self Love Lifestyle, on Facebook at The Self Love Lifestyle, and you can also sign up for my mailing list and find free downloads, resources, and more at melaniemonaco.com. That's M-E-L-A-N-I-E-M-O-N-A-C-O.com. And be sure to subscribe to the Self Love Lifestyle podcast so you never miss an episode. I'll see you next week, my love.